Good morning and welcome to Morning Meditations, a five to ten minute meditation to get you thinking about what God might have for you in this new day. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Cook, so we hope you'll enjoy your meditation for this morning. Hey, this is Pastor Nate, and this is your morning meditation. It is Monday, August the 10th, 2020. Today we're going to be in Matthew chapter 9, and we'll be in verse 35, but it's interesting to point out that in the beginning of this chapter, um, Jesus is doing all kinds of healing of broken people, of people who are sick, people who are, you know, lame, people who are lepers. And, and one of the things we have to understand about that is for Jesus to do that is pretty incredible because uh, many of the illnesses that he heals, and I think even in this chapter, there's a, a woman who is uh, who has an issue of blood, which uh, this would have made her unclean. So for Jesus to reach out and touch people or for her to touch him, actually, in this passage um, is is pretty incredible that Jesus is down uh, in in their understanding to be holy was to not to defile yourself by touching unclean things so so most uh, religious people would keep their distance from people with maybe like leprosy or an issue of blood like this woman uh, because it would make them impure before they went to worship and so Jesus is entering into the full human situation here. And I think that's really, really important for us to understand when we read these words. So Jesus went through all the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom and healing every disease and sickness. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they were harassed and helpless like a sheep, like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into his harvest field. So one of the things I want to get into here is so many times we get caught up on this Jesus healing every disease. And we're like, why doesn't Jesus heal every disease and sickness? I mean, we're in a pandemic, right? And uh, I always like to put it in perspective. Every person Jesus healed died eventually. Uh, so, so what this is, is a proclamation of the good news that's come, and it brings healing to brokenness. It brings sight to the blind. Uh, it's the, the prophecy that's been uh, foretold for years and years about this Messiah type. And when God is present, healing happens, whether it be that physical healing that we always long for, or whether it, it is something of healing the brokenness of our lives and our sin and our shame and our guilt and uh, all the... Uh, habits that we have that are leave us in in relationships where we uh, find maybe death instead of life and, and so Jesus comes with this healing and it's just flowing out of him everywhere and, and the thing that I want to point out today though is that Jesus sees these crowds and he he's moved with compassion and so many times in the scripture it's almost like a physical response we're seeing like like your gut deep in your gut if you've ever had that kind of pain or that kind of feeling like jesus isn't just like willy-nilly kind of throwing out all these blessings on people jesus is feeling their pain jesus is moved by their pain and jesus is responding to that pain with healing for brokenness and so 
Um, what, what it says to us then is the next verses are, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. So we also should be those and his first disciples, those who go out and have compassion and feel the pain of the world and help minister in the midst of the pain in the world. And so um, it's interesting. He tells them to pray for, for workers in the harvest. We'll find out later that he sends the disciples out. So they're the answer to the prayer. Pray for workers. Now you get out and work too. Um, so here's the, the little devotion from Henry now today about compassion. Compassion asks us to go where it hurts. To enter into the places of pain, to share in brokenness, fear, confusion, and anguish. Compassion challenges us to cry out with those in misery, to mourn with those who are lonely, to weep with those in tears. Compassion requires us to be weak with the weak, vulnerable with the vulnerable, and powerless with the powerless. Compassion means full immersion in the condition of being human. I love that last line. Full immersion in the condition of being human. That's exactly what Jesus did in the incarnation. God took this full immersion into the condition of being human. God himself felt the pain of the world. Jesus is walking on this earth, feeling the pain of the world in his gut. He's moved with this compassion for other people. Uh, He sees them like sheep without a shepherd. And so as we talked about yesterday in morning meditations, that means we have to feel the pain. And so many times we live our lives of, as pain avoidance. We want to avoid all the pain. Um, this weekend, like I said, for me, it was, it was a heavy weekend. There's a lot of pain going on in my circle of friends and family. Um, and, and feeling that pain and sharing in the brokenness and fear confusion and anguish, Henry now says, that is what compassion is. And so if we as Christians live our lives just simply trying to avoid pain, what we'll find is that we don't see the redemption on the other side. We don't, we, we don't experience the healing. We don't witness the healing in others because we're so busy trying to live in a bubble that, that avoids any kind of pain. Uh, but real compassion and real Christian love actually helps us move into those places of pain. And we don't have the answers. We don't have the healing, but we know the one who can heal. And we know the one who can be the good shepherd. We might be under shepherds, as it were, but we are not the good shepherd. We know the one who can help the people who feel harassed and helpless, um, like like sheep without a shepherd. And so uh, today the call is a call to to enter into the pain of others, even though it means we'll have to take on some of that pain. The call is to be incarnational, like Jesus was incarnational, fully human, fully alive, feeling the pain of others, not not expecting some kind of spiritual soul experience separated from body that, that separates us from other people. Uh, for, for early Christians, that would have been laughable. That, that's the, the work of uh, philosophers especially Plato later, and not the Christian gospel. To feel the pain of people uh, means that we have to be fully human. And so rather than trying to get away from this condition we call humanity, to get away from the pain, to escape, and that's what a lot of Christianity has become, escapism. Well, we'll just wait till Jesus comes and takes us away. 
Jesus actually entered into that pain. Jesus actually felt the feelings of the people around him and was moved to do something about it, to love, uh, to serve, to heal. And so we can take people and we can, we can point them to the one who is healing and peace and love and grace and mercy uh, as we begin to feel their pain. So today I would challenge you, don't run from the pain of the world, even though sometimes it's heavy. I, I'm feeling heavy this morning, uh, but actually embrace the pain and embrace the people who are in pain uh, because that's when God can, can move and work and heal. That's when good news can come to the poor, uh, freedom for the oppressed, sight for the blind, as Jesus said, the year of Jubilee. And uh, we can be part of living in that year and being real hands and, and flesh and skin uh, to those people who we are experiencing, uh, who are feeling the pain of this world. Hey, that's just a thought for this morning, and I hope you have a great day. Well, thanks again for joining us for this morning meditation. Hey, do us a favor. Rate us on iTunes or even leave some feedback about our podcast so that other listeners can know how much you enjoy your morning meditations. Hey, have a great day.